चैप्टर फोर कॉन्सेंट्रेशन कॉन्सेंट्रेशन द मास्टर की इंडिस्पेंसिबल एट द बेसिस ऑफ एवरीथिंग द कैपेसिटी ऑफ कॉन्सेंट्रेटिंग द अटेंशन इफ यू आर एबल टू गैदर टू गैदर द रेज ऑफ अटेंशन एंड कॉन्शियसनेस ऑन वन पॉइंट एंड कैन मेंटेन दिस कॉन्सेंट्रेशन विद अ प्रसिस्टेंट वेल nothing can resist it whatever it may be from the most material physical development to the highest spiritual one but this discipline must be followed in a constant and it may be said imperturbable way not that you should always be concentrated on the same thing that's not what i mean i mean learning to concentrate and materially for studies sports or physical or mental development it is absolutely indispensable and the value of an individual is proportionate to the value of his attention and from the spiritual point of view it is still more important there is no spiritual obstacle which can resist a penetrating power of concentration for instance the discovery of psychic being union with the inner divine opening to the higher spheres all can be obtained by an intense obstinate power of concentration but one must learn how to do it there is nothing in the human or even in the superhuman field to which the power of concentration is not the key you can be the best athlete you can be the best student you can be an artist literary or scientific genius you can be the greatest saint with that faculty and everyone has in himself a tiny little beginning of it it is given to everybody but people do not cultivate it if your power of concentration is complete then there is not a problem you cannot solve i don't mean the arithmetic problems i mean the problems about leading one's life about the decisions to be taken psychological problems which need solving there is not one that can resist this power of concentration how is that in people occupied with scientific studies artistic imagination is lacking are these two things opposed to each other not necessarily in general they do not belong to the same domain it is exactly as though you had what is called a torch light a small beckon light in your head at the place of observation scientists who want to do a certain work turn the beckon in a particular way they always put it there and the beckon remains thus they turn it towards the matter towards the detail of the matter but people with imagination turn it upward because up above there is everything you know all inspirations of artistic and literary things this comes from another domain it comes from a much more subtle domain much less material so these turn upward and want to receive the light from above but it is the same instrument the other turns it downwards and it just lack of gymnastic skills it is the same instrument it is the same power of luminous ray upon something but as one must has made it a habit of concentrating it in a certain direction one is no longer supple one loses the habit of doing things otherwise but you can 
at any time do both the things when you are doing science you turn it in one direction and when you do literature and art you do it in another direction but it is the same instrument all depends upon the orientation if you have concentration you can move this power of concentration from one place to another and in every way it will be effective if you are occupied with science you use it in scientific way and if you are in art you use it in artistic way but it is the same instrument it is the same power of concentration it is simply because people do not know things that they limit themselves so the hinges get rusty they do not turn any more otherwise if one keeps a habit of turning them they continue to turn moreover even from the ordinary point of view it is not rare to find scientists having an hobby some artistic occupation and reverse also it is because they have found that the one was not harmful to the other and that it was the same faculty which could be utilized in both essentially from the general point of view particularly from the intellectual view point the most important thing is the capacity of attention and concentration it is that which one must work and develop from the point of view of action it is the will you must work and build up an unshakable will from the intellectual point of view you must work and build up a power of concentration which nothing can shake and if you have both concentration and will your will will help you to become a genius and nothing will resist you gaining time by intensifying concentration when one works and want to do one's best one needs much time but generally we don't have much time we are in hurry how to do one's best when one is in hurry it is very interesting subject and i want to speak to you about it in detail one day generally when men are in hurry they do not do completely what they have to do or they do badly what they do well there is third way it is to intensify one's concentration if you do that you can gain half the time even more of what you have take a very ordinary example to have your bath and to dress the time needs vary but let us say half an hour is required for doing everything without losing time and without hurrying then if you are in hurry one of the two things happen you don't wash so well or you dress badly but there is another way to concentrate one's attention and one's energy think only of what one is doing and not of anything else not to make a moment too much to make the exact moment in the most exact way and you can do it in 15 minutes what you were formerly doing in half an hour and do it as well at times even better without forgetting anything without leaving out anything simply by intensifying your concentration and this is the best answer to all those who say oh if one wants to do things well one must have time this is not true for all that you do study play work there is only one solution to increase one's power of concentration 
and when you acquire this concentration it is no longer tiring naturally in the beginning it creates a tension but when you have grown used to it the tension diminishes and a moment comes when that what fatigues you is just helping you to concentrate allow yourself to be swallowed by all kind of things and not to concentrate on what you do one can succeed in doing things even better and more quickly by the power of concentration and in this way you can make use of the work as a means of growth when you work if you are able to concentrate you can do absolutely in 10 minutes what would otherwise take you 1 hour if you want to gain time learn to concentrate it is through attention that one can do things quickly and one does them much better if you have a task that should take you half an hour i don't say if you have to write for half an hour of course but if you have to think and your mind is floating about if you are thinking not only of what you are doing but also what you have done or what you will be doing of other subjects all that makes you lose thrice as much as time you already have when you have too much to do you must learn how to concentrate exclusively on what you are doing with an intensity in your attention and you can do it in 10 minutes what would otherwise take you 1 hour if you have much to do you must learn how to concentrate all the more when you are doing a thing to think of that only and focus all your energy upon what you do you gain at least half the time so if you tell me i have too much work i would answer you are not concentrating enough for mathematical problem sometimes a solution comes quickly and sometimes solution take too long yes it is exactly that it depends upon the degree of concentration if you observe yourself you will notice this quite well when it does not come it is because of a kind of haziness in the brain something cloudy like a fog somewhere and then you are there in a dream you push forward trying to find it and it is as though you were pushing into the cotton wool you do not see clearly there and so nothing comes you may remain in that state for hours concentration consists precisely in removing the cloud and you gather together all the elements of your intelligence and fix them on one point and then you do not even try actively to find the thing all that you do is to concentrate in such a way as to see only the problem but seeing not only its surface seeing it in depth what it conceals if you are able to gather together all your mental energies bringing them to a point which is fixed on the enunciation of a problem and you stay there fixed as though you were about to drill a hole in the wall all of the sudden it will come and this is the only way if you try is it this is it that is it this is it that you will never find anything or else you will need hours you must get your mental forces to a point with the strength enough to pierce through the words and strike upon the thing that is behind there is a thing to be found swam down upon there is a way of reducing the time necessarily for doing things by increasing the concentration considerably some people can't do this for long 
it tires them. But it is like weightlifting, isn't it? One can get accustomed to it. And then, if you can succeed in mastering this power of concentration and in making your mind absolutely still, for this indeed is the first condition. And if in this quitod you concentrate it, concentrate, concentrate, concentrate on to the point you make it, on the work you have to do or the action you have to perform well, you can. It comes like a kind of extremely quiet but all the powerful forces of propulsion and you go forward with one movement. Without hesitation, you can literally do in a quarter of an hour what would otherwise take an hour. And so that has the great advantage that it gives you time and that after this, instead of going from one activity to another, from one agitation to another, you can relax completely for some minutes and have a total rest. This gives you time to rest and in this response, naturally, you are relaxed. All that could have been a little too tense is relaxed and put in order. And this puts you back in the condition in which you are once again able to make another concentration. Power of Spiritual Concentration It is by the thought that we dissipate ourselves in the phenomenal. It is by gathering back of the thoughts into itself that we must draw ourselves back into the real. Concentration has three powers by which this aim can be effected. By the concentration on anything whatsoever we are able to know that thing, to make it deliver up its concealed secrets, we must use this power to know not things but the one thing in itself. By concentration again, the whole will can be gathered up for the acquisition of that which is still ungrasped, still beyond us. This power, if it is sufficiently trained, sufficiently single-minded, sufficiently sincere, sure of itself, faithful to itself alone, absolutely in faith, we can use for the acquisition of any object whatsoever. But we ought to use it not for the acquisition of many objects which the world offer refers to us, but to grasp spiritually that one object worthy of pursuit, which is only the one subject worthy of knowledge. By concentration of one whole being on one status of itself, we can become whatever we choose. We can become, for instance, if we were before a mass of weakness and fears, a mass instead of strength and courage, or we can become all the great purity, holiness and peace, or a single universe, soul of love but we ought it is said to use this power to become not even these things high as they may be in comparison with what we are now but rather to become that which is above all the things and free from all the actions and attributes the pure and absolute being all else all other concentration can only be valuable for preparation for previous step for gradual training of the dissolute and self-dissipating thought, will and being towards a grand and unique object. Power of Concentration in the Three Centers 
one can concentrate in any of the three centers which is the easiest to the sadhak or gives most result the power of concentration in the heart center is to open that center by the power of aspirations love bhakti surrender remove the veil which covers and conceal the soul and bring forward the soul or psychic being to govern the mind life and body and turn and open them all fully to the divine removing all that is opposed to that turning and opening this is what is called in this yoga the psychic transformation the power of concentration above the head is to bring peace silence liberation from the body sense the identification with the mind and life and open the way for the lower consciousness to rise up to meet the higher consciousness above and for the powers of the higher consciousness to descend into the mind this is what is called in this yoga the spiritual transformation if one begins with this movement then the power from above has in its descent to open all the centers including the lowest center and to bring out the psychic being for until that is done there is likely to be much difficulty and struggle of the lower consciousness obstructing mixing with or even refusing the divine action from above if the psychic being is once active this struggle and these difficulties can greatly be minimized the power of concentration in the eyebrows is to open the center there liberate the inner mind and vision and the inner or yogic consciousness and its experience and powers from here also one can open upwards and act also in the lower centers but the dangers of this process is that one may get shut up in one's mental spiritual formations and not come out of them into the free and integral spiritual experience and knowledge and integral change of the being and the nature